Welcome into another episode of the Dude and Bird Show. I'm the dude. Hey, bird flying around. Thank you all for tuning in again to our tremendous podcast that we have going on here. It's fantastic. Uh, if you haven't noticed yet. Yeah, it's so fantastic. Your friends won't believe it. Mm-hmm. How about that? And they won't even listen. <laughs> Bastards. Is that why our ratings are dropping? Probably. What? Summertime. Hello? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is anybody there? Is anybody listening? <laughs> Make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Dudenbird Show and all that other happy horse crap. I don't even have to tell you anymore. Facebook as well. Yeah. Make sure you go like our pages and tell your friends to subscribe to us on iTunes. Exactly. Come on, man. Yep. All right, time for some pregame coverage before right. we hit the starting five. Okay, what do you got for me? The first thing, mm-hmm. Chris Christie confronted a uh, Cubs fan down at the Brewers game. Did you see that video? No, not yet. Dude, he... Chris Christie, like, walks up, he goes, does the thing, he walks back by, and the guy's, like, talking smack to him. So he told Christie that he sucked at first, and okay. he walked, he turned back around, yeah. and he's got nachos in his hand, <laughs> fat ass. So it just makes wait, him wait, look even it, worse. Wait, was it in a plastic container, or was it yeah. just a handful? No, of, no, no, right, no, I thought no. he had, like, a handful of nachos. That would have even been better. No, it was the legit plastic <laughs> container, nacho, cheese, and salsa. He nice. probably asked for extra of both. Oh, both so probably. whatever. That's his own prerogative. Yep. Whatever he does on his own time. That's his own problem. So he came up and he's talking smack to the guy. Mm-hmm. He's like telling him, oh, I have another beer. And oh, okay. like, yeah, great comeback, bro. <laughs> and then he's, the guy's like calling him a hypocrite. Like what? You can't call you can't call this government official at the baseball game if he walks by you? He could have said far worse things Oh, to yeah, him absolutely. He could have said like. Than saying that he sucks or that he's a hypocrite. He could have straight up knocked the nachos out of his hand and said, hey, fat ass, you don't need those. Yeah, exactly. Or a lot worse. Yeah. A full, lot, full lot of words and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Been, oh, man. You know what I wish the guy did now? When Chrissy got on his face, I wish he just took a nacho and ate it right in front of his face. That would have been hilarious. Oh, dude, that would have been fantastic. <laughs> that would have been Hindsight's 2020. <laughs> Damn. That would have been a good one. I would have. What like, would you oh, have done you. if you were a security guy and Chris Christie came up to you and was like, that man up there stole some of my nachos? I'd probably laugh and say, go get one. Go get him back. <laughs> yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> Here's your nachos back, pal. He took my nacho. I'm like, what are you, five? Grow up. <laughs> if you want more nachos, go get some of the concession stand. Yeah, exactly. Like, come on, dude. <laughs> I wish that happened. Oh, that would have been so much better. That's- if he just took a handful of nachos and ate right in front of his face while Chrissy was yelling at him. Oh, my God. That Damn. Epic. The epic. guy missed a boat on that one. It's all right, though. It still made yeah. the news. Whatever. <laughs> so did you hear about LeVar Ball yes. getting a, a female ref removed from the game? Yeah. What the hell's up with that? I heard the audio who's basically saying she doesn't know what she's doing. It's all personal and throwing me technical fouls. She thinks she's strong and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, what are you talking about, dude? I didn't even see the game, and I know this guy's out of his mind. And come to find out, she's like a Division One referee. Referee. Ref for um, women's basketball. Yeah. So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. Whether she has personal agenda against him or not, she knows how to call the game. Yeah. So I don't know what his problem is. I didn't see the game. I don't know what's going on. I don't care. I don't care. I don't even know why this guy's in the goddamn news right now. Oh, he's such an idiot. Yes, that's why he's in the birdcage indefinitely. Yep. And uh, so this just happened. The company that provides officials for the Adidas Uprising Summer uh, Championships there in Vegas yep. has ended its relationship with Adidas. No. Yeah, according to the LA Times. That a- because of that Because of that, Ball. Yep. Of that guy. Yep, because of that douche. If I was in that term, I'd be like, Lava Ball, you need to apologize and you need to leave. And I don't want nothing to do with you. I don't care if your son's in the NBA. There's so many other NBA players with their dads that are much freaking cooler and calm than you. Yeah. I wonder how other kids' parents feel about having to deal with him. Imagine. Really, though. And they have to drive to Vegas or fly to Vegas to watch this tournament and they walk off the field, off the court. Yeah, because of this dumbass. Dude, his ego is just out of his 
out of control. Someone has to put him in his place. Someone's going to beat his ass one of these days. He was on Monday Night Raw. I wish they beat his ass then. Yeah. I wish Brock <laughs> caught him out in the parking lot. Oh, my God. That would be awesome. He would destroy him. That'd he just be needs fantastic. to get out of the news. Like, he needs to stop. And I need to, I need to call and text Joe Murray because I want to see if the Lakers make the playoffs or not. There's an over-under on it. I got I got to call and talk. Yeah, to you on. need the numbers. I need the numbers. Well, I want to have him on anyways. Yeah, we'll get him on. Here oh, uh, before oh. the start of the Patriots Rich season. Rich is pissed at us. Why? Because he wants to be on the show. Yeah, he's like, I didn't get asked. So come in on a Saturday. He said that. He's like, I'm around. Just ask. I'm like, okay. If he wants I to come want... in, I'd be more than happy to have him. You should... Him or Fred Wallach. But the thing is, like, they're doing 98 Mile and stuff, so I don't want to bother yeah, no, them. They're busy right yeah, now. I, don't I get bother it. Them. I get it. Rich, I don't want to bother you right now. You're doing 98 Mile. And it's, I know how. After it's done. Hands on it is. After, we'll do this then. After it's done, come September, October, we'll have all the boys on. Yeah. We'll go weekend after weekend. Okay. Boom, boom, boom. If they want to come in the studio, yeah. great. Colin, even better. I don't care. That's yeah, whatever. Me. Break it down. Yeah, if they want if they want to do it by telephone, we'll make it short. If they yeah. want to come in, we'll have them in for the whole hour. Awesome. Yeah, that'd love, be great. I'd love to get in Rich and Fred's head in Wallach's. I think you're already in the head. You make them a little <laughs> dumber. I know, especially with that email thing. I'm so bad, mad at myself about that. Whatever, dude. Yeah. It happens. <laughs> and lastly, you brought this one up. So mm-hmm. Becky Lynch wants to fight a UFC featherweight champ? Yeah, she does. She called her out. On the YouTube. And Who's this chick? Uh, Christy Cyborg, I think her name is. Cyborg? Cyborg. Is she, is she a cyborg? Her name's Christy. I don't, she's from South America, Brazil. I don't have her exact name. Yeah, no, she she's from us. Brazil. Okay. Chris I, Cyborg. I, that's, all right, there's, there's I Googled her. All right. Yeah. She looks like a cyborg. Yeah, she does. She's Ooh. a beast. Ooh. She'll be both our asses right now. Oh, I know that. I'm not, I'm not No, I'm not denying it either, but she looked, dude, she's wolf. She's ripped. She's wolf. Yeah, Would she's you kiss ripped. her abs? Yeah, I don't see why not. She probably, she probably chucked me out. <laughs> what, she must have soft, tender skin in those abs. Mm, I'll pass. Thanks. All right, I'll do but it. But yeah, so they're going to beef, huh? Where are they going to fight? SummerSlam. Because Dana White let Brock Lesnar fight in the UFC. Vince McMahon, they had an agreement. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, now yeah, Dana right. White's paying back. You know, yeah, yeah, here you go. And but does the chick want to come to the WWE? I, I YouTubed her. She did like wrestling 101. She knows the basics. Yeah. Like she did like an arm drag into an arm bar and stuff like that. Like it was pretty, I'm like, she knows what she's doing. The thing that sketches me about that, these crossovers, uh-huh. is someone's just going to get clean cocked. They're going to just get knocked the F out. Two SummerSlam, no, two, uh, two WrestleMania's ago, Becky like, Lynch got a black eye. Because this cyborg chick is just going to come in and she's just going to be in the middle of the match and something's going to just click in her head and she's just going to go <laughs> hambo on Becky Lynch. Imagine. No, really. That's... Don't kill us, Slam and Slew Bang of the Week. Becky Lynch, please. Like, Brock, Brock, he's done both for so long that it's, it's all a wash for that guy. Yeah. But, like, someone like Cyborg... She probably doesn't have much of a wrestling background other than what she trains for for UFC. Yeah, but like I said before, like I saw her YouTube videos, like she's doing legit wrestling moves. Yeah. Like like uh, arm drag and all that fun stuff. And is Becky slams. Lynch even that good of a wrestler? Yeah, she is. Okay. I think she has some MMA training too. Okay. Her, I, I think she's dating someone who's in the MMA. MMA. Oh. I, can't, I don't know his name. I, can't, I'm not, I don't feel like Googling it right now. Yeah. <laughs> so that might go down to SummerSlam, so watch SmackDown and find out what's going on with that. Yeah, there we go. All right. Bird's got hot takes coming yeah. in here for the WWE, UFC. Yeah. That's what's up. I didn't even have to ask James Stewart about that. I just Google it myself. Ooh. <laughs> so coming up today on the starting five, mm-hmm. we have the Red Sox roundup at one. Oh God. We're going to talk about that David Price fiasco going on over there. <sighs> Swagger, baby. Number three, we're going to do a little Patriots pat down. Okay. Because we got a training camp going on. There's some big news coming out of camp there. We're going to do our ultimate Patriots defense mm-hmm. because uh, a special man just retired from the Patriots. Yes, he did. 
And then uh, we've been watching the Defiant ones. Yeah, so I want to get to that now. Or so wait? coming up at number five, oh, we're, we're going to do our, right, our top five rappers slash hip-hop artists mm-hmm. of all then time. we'll get into the Defiant ones because I love that yeah. documentary. HBO special if y'all didn't know about it. So yep. the Red Sox here. Ugh. Yeah, man. I know. I know. So I went back and... Uh, Sorry. Bird's dicking around here with the computer. <laughs> Don't mind him. Uh, my favorite moment. So I went back and I looked. Okay. And uh, the Red Sox at the at the halfway point were 11 games over 500. They were 46 and 35, and that was in the beginning of July. Mm-hmm. So they were on pace to hit our over, our over under there. At I 80, what it is, the Dude and Bird you. show yep. was at 87 and a half. Yep. So they're pacing to beat that at yep. 92 Good. games. Good. But they were on they were on the actual under of what we got from a guy at ninety two and a half games. Okay. But right now they're sixty five percent through the season. They're eight games over five hundred, and they're a half game back in the AL East. They blew it last night from too. the Yankees. So pissed they blew it. They're up and three the Yankees one. are loading up. They just added Sonny Gray, Jamie Garcia, Todd Frazier, David Robinson. Like, dude. And who do we get from the Mets? <laughs> Addison Reed. <laughs> That's it. And well, we gave up like three prospects yeah. too. I'm gonna I'll get back to him <gasps> in a second here. Over our last ten games, this is this is what's really killing us. Were we three and seven? Yeah, we're three and seven. And it includes a four game losing streak. Mm-hmm. And we almost got swept in every one of those last three series. Yep. Seattle swept us, right? Terrible. No, they no. swept us. We 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 took one game against the Angels, Mariners, and Royals. That's awful. So I went oh, back oh, and oh. I went back and looked a little further. Oh boy! The last twenty games were eight and twelve. Ugh, that's awful. And somehow we're still in second <laughs> place. The game, <laughs> our last, game behind. our last thirty games were five hundred at fifteen and fifteen. How the hell are we still hanging on? Because <laughs> the AL East is weak. It is the weakest like, division. Sure, we're we're about no. We're the weakest division. We're like number twelve well, uh, in runs scored at like four and a half runs. So that's pretty good. We're still storing runs. Yeah, but. Yesterday, what a terrible blow there in the eighth inning. Yeah, Bonds just came in. Then Workman came in, cucked some more. Cucks everywhere, all over the surface. I was so pissed, too, because it was like, all right, cool, 3-1. We're going to an early game. Then nope. 15. Pump then, fake. Ugh. Terrible. So much. Then it was bases loaded, not bottom of the ninth. And, all right, we're getting out of here. Pop-up fly out. I was like, ugh. But the Red Sox are making some moves here. Today is the trade deadline. Yeah, just today, just right now. an hour ago. Right now, as we're on. It just passed. The Red Sox got two guys here before the deadline. First one you were talking about, mm-hmm. Addison Reed, relief yep. pitcher from the Mets. Good. Good pitcher. Well, He's good. Bragging He's about good. Him we gave up three relief pitches, three oh minor God. league relief pitches. So let, let's let's keep the math going here. That's that's three relief pitches, uh-huh. okay? So Addison Reed, he signed through this year. Okay. So he's a rental. He's one and two mm-hmm. with a 2.57 ERA Ooh. through 49 innings. With a 255 batting average, 48 Ks, six walks. Six walks. That's good. I like that. I like that. Yeah, we're halfway th- more than halfway through the season. It's only six and walks. That's awesome. He's pitched in 48 games. Okay. Six walks in 48 games. That's amazing. Yep. He's had 21 save opportunities and he's converted 19 of them. Okay. I like Great that. setup guy. That's mm-hmm. what we need right now. I could see him going to the closing world too, depending yeah. on the game situation. Yeah, give give uh Kimbrell a night off or something if they had to. Yeah. Let him save a little juice there down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Good, I like that. Good, good, solid move. I had him on my fantasy team, <laughs> <laughs> so 
So when I heard so that, your value's going like, down. I was like, oh man. But it's funny because I have two guys on my team that just got picked up from the Red Sox on my fantasy team. Oh boy. The next one is uh, Eduardo Nunez, mm-hmm. utility guy from the San Francisco Giants. Why don't we just trade Sandoval for this guy? <laughs> but <laughs> I don't know. I don't know what Tim Ross. No, thinking. but instead we just traded two more minor league relief pitches. Why are we getting rid of the? Bomb? So, so how many did we have before? Three, like f- plus two, five. So there's five total. We just gave up five relief pitches from our minor league system. Oh God! Granted, who knows like what level they are? Like these yeah, are a bunch of jabrons. Oh, one of the, one or two of them could be a bright shining star in the MLB. Never know, never know. We we can't we can't predict history <sighs> or uh, we can't future. Yeah, we can't predict the future. Thank you, Bird. That's right. If we did. We wouldn't be sitting here podcasting. We'd be working for the damn CIA or the FBI or something. Or sitting on an island doing nothing for the rest of our lives. Yeah, because we're consulting with people mm-hmm. and making tons of money. Exactly. But I like this Nunez kid. Yeah. Nunez. Great utility guy. Plays third base, shortstop, second, in every outfield position. Good. I like that. He's batting over 300. He has almost 20 stolen bases. He has 10 errors through all those positions. It's not bad. No, it's not bad at all. No. Because that's what I was curious. I'm like, this dude plays all over the diamond, all over the field. He's playing seven positions. How many? <laughs> and 10 errors? That's not bad at all. No. That's, that, that's, that's what of, I was curious great. about. Was Because the, how's yeah. your mental state of mind if you're going into all these games and you're playing a different position every night? That's a good question. That's when something you, I want to ask him. I'll when have you Nick think about him. it, yeah. i have Nick ask him if he goes to the dugout. No, yeah. When you think about it, it's like, media. all right, so tonight. I'm going to second base because it's I'm all. Sure. You got to think about situational baseball. That's oh, a big deal. <laughs> yeah, it is. No, because you got to think about what's going to happen when the ball's hit to me. Where am I going with this play? Where do I have to be on the field? Oh, if you're playing outfield, it's easy. You got to cut off, man. Yeah, unless he's running. Home, but you also just... have to think to yourself, where's where's my cut? I'm sure that's why they practice before the games. They'll tell them like, are right, you playing third tonight? Now tomorrow you play center field. Then you get your preparation ready to go. Oh that yeah, way but you don't make those mistakes. The in game, the in game situations though, I'm you sure. have to assess it on the fly. Yeah, but it's all mental You have one out, there's a guy on first. You're playing right field, there's a fly ball hit to you. Where's the cut going? Second base. Third. Well, to Pedroia, and then whatever. Yeah, if you're playing right field. Yeah. 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 You still right field first, right? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah, throw it to Pedroia. If the ball's hit to right field, if the ball's hit to right field, I see Pedroia go all the time and be the cutoff man. He is the cutoff man. Yeah. But what base was it going to? That was my question. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. I threw you a curveball yeah, there. Yeah, did. <laughs> <laughs> He's also um, uh, a one-and-done guy. He's out at the end of the year. Okay. So we just got two rentals. How about the third guy? Devins, I love. How about, do you like him? Oh, Devins? Devins. Yeah, get, calling what is, what him up. What I call him, Devins? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> well, he, he's showing some pop. There he is. He had some big, he had a key hit yesterday. Try to keep that inning alive, and what happened? <laughs> Nothing good. Cox. Nothing good. Ugh, whatever. Dude. Love a man. I can feel it. Will David Price ever apologize to Dennis he better. No, he will. He will. He will. I'm convinced he will. He said it. He will. I don't know if it's going to be today, tomorrow, next week. He will apologize, and he better do it in an orderly manner. Yeah, before I start diving into everything that happened over the... The full on weekend. Ridiculous. We're gonna start. We're gonna start with Friday. Okay. Was it a coincidence that David Price ended up on the ten day DL the day of his start? When they made that announcement, I'm like, you big everybody, baby. everybody. Every, oh, everyone's that. on the page. Everyone. Mm-hmm. Oh, my forearm. Oh, I wish we could get Jim Murray up here. Yeah, his elbow. <laughs> everything. Everything was. Everyone was complaining about his elbow. 
Oh, everyone. Well, why didn't we know about it? Why didn't we know about it? Why didn't we know about it? Well, maybe they wanted to keep his secret up until closer to the game to see if he could go. And Price was just like, no. And then all the, like and that. then all the other reports came out that he went and he had an MRI and all this other happy horse crap and he wasn't cleared to play, so we put him on the ten day DL and we're gonna stretch him out, blah blah blah. Quit beating your meat so much, Price. He was catching five balls in the bullpen, not in the bullpen area. That's a bad practice. Looks fine to me. I was yep. watching him. I'm there every day. And then they uh the ringleader of the gang unit down there, Dustin Pedroia is out with a <laughs> knee, sore knee now too. He might be hitting the DL as well. Oh, my gosh. He's not even our leader, but whatever. No. Well, he according to him at his locker, I'm the leader of the Army. Shut up. Lead by example, dude. I'm hearing a lot of reports that he's a DB. I've had a couple of run-ins with him, but he seemed nice to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Other than that, if he doesn't want to be the leader, that's fine. You know what I was thinking about? If Ortiz was still around, this wouldn't be happening. I nope. guarantee you none of this BS would be going on. Nah. No. Not at all. No. Ortiz said something last night about pricing. Like you said, you need to apologize. And I guarantee you if he was in the NLS, BS would be going on. Because oh, he'd just lay the smack down, down on all oh, of Oh, no, definitely. What you got on your phone? Without a doubt. What you got? You got so you, you're talking about Ortiz there, uh-huh. right? Yep. If he has to apologize, go ahead. If he can't, just go ahead and get stopped because of a little BS. No disrespect to anyone. You know what I'm saying? Eckersley <laughs> is a Hall of Famer who deserves respect. Yeah. Price is a good player who deserves Deserves respect also. They should talk and just let it fly and have everybody focus on the season that's going well. You know what and that's what Ortiz said last night, according to Comcast Sports Night. You know what pissed me off, too? Price is like, he's not in the clubhouse. Why should he be in the clubhouse? Who cares if he's not in the clubhouse or not? Like, what does that even mean? What do you want him in there every day talking to you? Yep. Like, if I'm doing Eckersley's job, I'm going to call it straight, right down the middle. If you're playing good, you're playing good. If you play like crap, you're playing like crap. If you don't like it, too bad. Grow up. Grow yep. a sack. No, exactly. That's what I hate about baseball. We call all these players and according too much. To what you're saying there, Scott Lauber of ESPN. This is, uh, this is what Price is saying. If Eck was around, he'd know who we are, he told reporters. <laughs> He's never in the clubhouse. Mr. Remy yes. is always in here. Dave O'Brien is always around. Mike Timlin on road trips. He was always in the clubhouse. He's the one guy I've seen in my career that doesn't ever show his face in the clubhouse. There's a reason behind that. Because he doesn't want to. Exactly. Why should he? He's, exactly. He's not playing baseball. No, why? They have me. They have time to meet with the media before these games. Exactly. It's like the NFL. Yeah. The oh, guys, the foreign post, the broadcasters post. sit down with the with the players, yep. talk to them beforehand, have their little interview, so they have their key talking points during the game. Exactly. Happens all the time. Mm-hmm. Baseball, do they not do that? I don't know how they do it. I don't know how it's run over there. I don't either. I know they come out in the bull. Like, or any any baseball team, period. It doesn't have to be the Red Sox. How do the Dodgers do it? How do the Angels do it? How do the Houston? Yeah, exactly. Astros do Someone it. needs to pull their head out of their ass. I loved I loved uh, Wade Boggs. Did you see what he said? No, what did he say? <laughs> uh, he was talking to Dan Shaughnessy over when he was at Cooperstown over mm-hmm. the weekend. And he uh, Boggs has little sympathy for Price. David Price has no idea what I went through. Yuck, that's it. <laughs> Try living in my shoes back then. What do you mean by that? Because your boy. No, because you used to get ripped all the time. Oh, yeah. yeah the boss used to get ripped okay, all okay, the okay, time, okay, Gotcha, man. gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. All right, your boy, all right, I, 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 your buddy there, right there. Uh, Mike Barnacle, used to rip him apart when he rode for the Globe. Oh, I bet. All the time. Yeah. Ru- the Boston media in the 80s and early 90s were ruthless. Oh, my God, yeah. Ruthless. For I get sure. what you're saying. 
Yeah, so now they're all, everyone's all jumping on him. He said, she said. All I want Price to do is pitch good. That's it. Just go out and pitch well. Can you do that? Stop bitching on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, whatever you're doing. Oh, my God. It's not rocket science. It's not. Just stop. Just stop. Just go out there and pitch well. Ignore us. I, I feel like I'm repeating myself. And Eckersley has a ring, multiple championships, and a Cy Young. And you just shut your mouth and listen to him until you won a playoff game or a ring on your finger. Shut your mouth and listen to him. Yep, he should take some notes. Does he? Does Chris Price ever watch uh, Chris Price? <laughs> That's what he should be calling himself. He should be watching Chris Sale. Does yeah. David Price ever watch him? That's what I'm trying to say. Spit it out, dude. Yeah, I see him in the bullpen. I mean, the um. Does he take notes? I don't know. You should go bring him a notepad. <laughs> Seriously, be like, hey, pal. I, could fight in two I minutes. think you That'd might. Awesome. I think you might need this. <laughs> yeah, take some notes. No, for real. Or give him a piece of paper and a pencil. Something. <laughs> give him a scorecard. And a stopwatch so he can time in between pitches because he averages anywhere from 9 to 13 seconds from the time he, the ball leaves the catcher's hand till it leaves Sale's hand. Don't Stupid. They, he, I wonder if he watches film. He he must watch film because I know these guys do. Oh. Price? I know Sale does. I know Sale oh, does. He definitely does. With Astro does. on his lap, patting his belly. <laughs> I don't know, man. I don't know either anymore. I'm done talking either. about this. I'm but done. Like for me, it's, it's my whole thing right is... Now. Coming from a public relations background, this whole crisis situation could have been avoided if the Red Sox came right out front and told Price, you go, you two, go talk over there, settle this, you apologize to him, blah, blah, blah. You, Pedroia, and the rest of your goon squad there, keep your mouth shut. We're putting this fire out. We're getting this clubhouse in order. Mm -hmm. Where's manager John during all this? I guess it happened right next to him and... Him and Dave. Yeah. And they didn't say boo. No. Should have been fired. <laughs> it's it's getting out of hand. Like the whole thing, if they just tell it all, tell it now, and tell the truth. The number one rule of crisis communication, you do that. It would have all been fine. No one would have been making a big deal out of it. No one would have been busting Dustin's balls or no. Price's balls no. or other players' balls. It would have all been just washed away. But Price has to go run his mouth to Eck and then run his mouth to uh, Evan Drellick from Comcast. Like, yeah. just, dude, just shut up and do you. Yeah, exactly. Do you, just man. Just pitch. You're overpaid pitcher. If you don't like it here, you know what? Opt out. Oh, please opt out. Opt oh my out. God, please. Do, do yourself a favor. Do everyone in Red Sox Nation a favor and just get the hell out of town. If you can't handle the Boston media and the fans, just I'll go. drive you to the. I'll drive you to wherever the hell you want to go, he, David Price. The dude has said this before with other players. Yes, I will drive you wherever. A lot of Celtics players, too. Astro can come. <laughs> I got plenty of room in my Corolla for you, is all. For all of you. You, Price, Astro, everyone on. Uh, my Celtics guy's already hit the bricks, so I don't have to worry about driving Olenek to the airport. He's already down in South Beach soaking <laughs> up, up the sun. Fine by me. And Amir Johnson's already gone, too. So, whew, why not Price, too? I'm sure. On. I don't think he'll be here next season. Hopefully he ups out. He, he doesn't <sighs> like it. He's not happy here. It doesn't matter how much money you make. If you're making no. money and you're happy, it's one thing. If you're making money and you're miserable doing what you love, then you got to go. He's the man because he gave everyone a pair of Jordan cleats. What okay, do so- do? What do I care? I don't care. Ortiz has probably done something like that. And Dustin's I, probably and done something like that. And most of the guys do that like to that, each other anyways. I'd be like, dude, all right, you just signed a $200-plus million deal, and you're giving me a $300 pair of cleats? Really? That's it? Thank you. I would say thank you. That's I don't it? Want more. I don't want more than that. I'm no, okay but with that. No, but just from like a younger guy perspective, like you're a JBJ making Skittles compared to this jabron. Like, Thanks, dude. You just bought you bought me that. You could have bought me a bottle of uh, Dom Perignon or Cristal or <laughs> a freaking brand-new Beamer. Like, 
Anything. Make it 200 plus million dollars? Write it off. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what Brady did for the O-line. I think they bought them all like F-150s or something. Trucks. Oh, he takes good care of those I guys every year. I know you did something like that. He That's hooks cool. them up. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, they should. Yeah, those no, I agree. Those guys. Yeah, no, I'm not hating on them at all. I'm just no. saying. That's what what's, a, what's enough, though? Like, I'm what's, not, I'm what's not enough? greedy. If, if no, Mike... what's enough and what's too much? Cleats is cool. I like if, that. All right. If we're Tom Brady. All right. All right. All right. We're Tom, we're Tom Brady. Brady. Yeah. Okay. How was David Price? I have enough right, of that guy. All right. I'm so, all right. We're Tom Brady, and I'm going to take care of my old lineman. Yep. I like the F-150 trucks. Yep. Pedicures for the feet because of sure. wearing Taron. Yeah. What else would I get? That's, that's the two things right there. I get them. What else do offensive linemen need? I'm trying to think. I was an offensive lineman. What do I need? A night out of town, off season. Yeah, to oh, a nice steakhouse. Week. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Out to dinner. Yep, there we go. Nice oh, like that commercial. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Matt, like, yeah. It'd uh, be like that. Yeah, it's about, I can't think of anything else. I'm sure they hook some. Oh, he Augs, obviously. Whoever Tom Brady has partnerships with, I guarantee you he gives them to all oh, no doubt. his teammates. Yeah, they probably get hooked up with all sorts of stuff like yeah. that. But it's a, a truck? Okay, so you have to buy, call oh, and, 10, and 10 trucks? Call yeah. 10 trucks? Oh, the start five. Oh, whoever, you know. It's 400 grand. That's nothing for him. That's Trump Exactly. Trump. That's chump change. What would you do if you're Tom Brady, given the old lineman stuff? Uh depending on the depend on the crew, on what guys I have. Who likes to hunt? Who's the offensive? No, line that, to hunt? dude, you just took <laughs> you just took the thought right out of my I'm mind. Like, who is it? I was gonna say I'd take him over to go buy him some new pieces. Oh. Makins, I know it's big. Oh, that's into it. it. That's it. Yeah. yeah, he's gone though. Yeah, he's still around though. He's still no, chilling. I mean, he's still in Tampa. Yeah, there's a few guys that are that are big into. No, you retired. Hunting. Megan's retired? Yeah, I'm pretty sure he did. I'll Google it. Google that. Yeah, no, I'd definitely buy him a new piece if they wanted one. Mm-hmm. Like some, like the golden eye gold, the gold pistol there that he uses, the gold yeah. Beretta or whatever the hell it is. I'd buy him something crazy like that or some like insane sniper rifle. But I definitely, I like the truck idea. Put some gun racks up too for him, mm-hmm. depending on the guy. Yeah, he's 35. He's done. He is done. He yeah. retired. Yeah, he's retired. Okay. That's what I thought, because I remember hearing that before. He wasn't coming back, but whatever. He's 35, March 10th. All right. Yeah, he's he's up there in age, man. Played yeah. for a long time. Yeah, he did. Played for what, 13, 14 seasons? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Guess his 40-yard dash time. It's pretty good. Uh, 5.7. Oh, 5.06. Oh, Ooh. wait, you said 5.7. Or... 5.7. Oh, no, 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 5.06. Wow, almost five, almost five. five seconds. Yeah. Wow. It's pretty good. Yeah, it is. That's really good. Jeez. Good for him. I definitely I like the truck idea. Yeah, I would definitely take him to like the SUV. craziest steakhouse known to man. Okay. Wherever they wanted to go on a trip, that's where we're going. If you want to go to the steakhouse at Foxwoods, we'll go down there. If you want to go to one in town here, we'll go there. If you guys want to get on the plane, whatever. Private jet, yeah. Yeah. Kobe beef. We could the most go. Expensive yeah. beef you can we're, eat. We're gonna have the we're gonna have the best, man. Mm-hmm. Y'all want to come to Kentucky Derby? Let's go. Oh yeah. Let's yeah. Oh yeah. I'll bring take- him. I'd bring him there. Oh, concert anywhere. Not during the season, like off-season. Oh, throw one at the Brookline crib? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Invite everybody over. Well, they got the connects, oh, the dude. Yeah. He's got the connects. And if no, not, Crab has the connections. That's what my next thing. He's you can just like, ask tons Crab of to hook it up. Next tons of rappers. Know, Waka Flocka's coming over, dude. <laughs> and they're having a big powwow at TB12's crib. Nice. All right, let's go on, on to the next one. Huh? Let's go on to move on. Move uh, on. We'll break. We'll hit on that oh, okay, next. Okay, okay. 
Dude, you looking for a gym membership? Yeah, I am. You got somewhere for me? Yeah, uh, as of right now, Greater Boston Fitness is giving away a five-day pass for the gym. Oh, free. wow. So it's a free trial. Yeah. So I just go down 321 Charger Street from Revere, and the cards are there on the front desk? Yeah, or we'll be running around Revere, too. Just come to the gym, or we have a street team just walking around Revere Beach and all around Greater Boston area. Grab a pass and come on by Greater Boston Fitness. Oh, that sounds fantastic. It is. Make sure you get more information on Greater Boston Fitness at greaterbostonfit.com. Welcome back into the Dude and Bird Show. So, Bird. Yes. It is time to go take a trip down to the Razor. Okay. For a little uh, Patriots pat down. Oh, yeah. There hasn't been uh, a lot of big news coming out here during training camp. No, no I'm okay with that. Guys are missing a couple days here and there. That that happens. Yeah. It's early. A lot of talk about 19 and 0, which is way too early. Yep. <laughs> yep. And we went through that I'm last not episode. That yep. No. Nope. You got the odds there. If you, if you missed it, make sure you go back and listen on episode 19. It's that easy. Are we in episode 20? Yeah. Holy sh- <laughs> Holy yeah. Yeah. Wow, 20. <laughs> yeah, dude. Came quick. Kevin Euclid. Yeah. Ray Allen. 20. Wow, Gordon Hayward. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Who else wore 20? Any uh, other guys? Bruins, any Bruins players? Bruins. Nathan Horton? Okay. Or was he 10? No, he was... No, he was... Horton? Yeah. No, 18. No, he was 19. Was he 18? I think he was, yeah, was 18. 18. Yeah. 20? I'm oh. trying to think baseball. 20. You, oh, you said baseball. Uh, I said you. Well, Patriots. Oh, it's, that's... Is that Gino Capaletti? I think that's retired. Might be. I think 20 could, retired. I don't know. I'm not sure off the top of my head. But yeah. What about the Boston Cannons? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> revolution. I don't Who know. Figure that all out on your own time. We definitely don't have time for that no, here on the no, Dude no, and no, Bird no. Show. No. <laughs> uh, even though I do want to go to a Revs game this year. I've been to one. It's on the street from my house. I'll pay 10 bucks. Yeah. I'll go kick People tailgate. Yeah, exactly. That's I did a promotion now. I'm like, people tailgate for this? Yeah. And they have their own chance and stuff? I'm Dude. like, all right, cool. Well, soccer, soccer, the fanatics take it to a whole nother level. Yeah. Especially um, international play. Oh, no. That's a whole different monster. Oh, yeah. Huge. That's a, yeah, like I said, it's a different monster, a beast that we can't contain. It's just a whole nother level of madness. Oh, uh, dude, I know. I was listening so back. Just, sorry. European football is like number one in the, across the globe. Oh, yeah. It's number one thing. That and cricket. <laughs> yeah, I know. Cricket? Mm. All right. Whatever. That's I'd fine. Go to, I'd go to go. Just say it, Ben. But international soccer would be cool. I, uh, I went back and I listened to. Uh, the episode with uh, Miss Massachusetts, mm-hmm. Scalia, Julia Scapriotti, yep. and you guys when I left real quick to go grab yeah, her. Yeah, we're talking uh, about traveling. Yeah, her Slam and Slew Banger Award prize there. Mm-hmm. We, uh, I heard you guys talking about that, going away to other stadiums or where would you want to go. Mm-hmm. I'm down with some international soccer. That'd be sick. Get oh, wrecked. I'd like to see, oh, when I was in Canada, they had a rugby tournament going on. I wish I went to that. I've never seen I've seen college rugby here, but yeah. I want to see it like professionally in Canada. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You want to see the real Nate Edna? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. yeah, savage. Yes, he is. Dude's a beast. Yeah, but no, no big, no big bad news Nothing. coming out of Cam. No, no one's hurt. Blah blah. Jimmy G threw four picks in a row or something the other day. Who Whatever. cares? It's practice. Oh, I just read Bortles threw six, five or six interceptions in practice, and the coach is concerned. Bortles from Jackson, yeah, Ooh. from Jacksonville. A Ryan Mallett was going off the rails the other day, I guess. Really down at uh. The Ravens camp because Flacco's out. Mm-hmm. So right now he's the bum filling. I think they're talking to Chris Kilpatrick too. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. I don't think he'll get it, but I'd rather have Mal than him, anyways. Colin Kaepernick, yeah. He's Colin, a bitch. That's what I say. <laughs> I think Chris Kilpatrick <laughs> or something. <laughs> Dude from NSYNC. Come on, Burr, get your head out of your butt. Stay chill. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. I don't know. It's okay. Hey, Matt Stanton in Baltimore, good for him. As of now. <laughs> yeah. 
He sucks, though. Mallet's terrible. He ain't going to help them. No. But big news. So mm-hmm. over the weekend, mm-hmm. Raymond Claiborne, cornerback from yep. the 80s there at the Patriots, I picked became him. the 26th member of the Patriots Hall of Fame down there. Congratulations. At I the Hall. Him. Yep. At Patriots Place. Have you been in there yet? No, not yet. Sick. Get to go, bruh. I will. Gotta go. I'll talk to Zoe. Yo, get me in. How much is it getting? It's like 10 bucks. Oh, okay. Forget it. I'll pay for it. No. <laughs> I don't need to hook up for that. No. <laughs> Dude, and it's worth it because someone like you, you'll be in there for hours. Oh, yeah. I think one of my buddies, the kid I went to, um, my sister graduated with, I think his jersey's retired up there. I spent probably like nine hours at Patriot Place that day. I went to the hall. Mm-hmm. I went to the hall. I spent probably at least like four hours in there. And then I spent another probably hour and a half in Bass Pro Shop. Nice. That place, huge. Dude, it is it, huge. And the crap they have in there is insane. Yeah, it is. Between the boats and the fish, the fish tank's awesome. Yeah, it is. The waterfall, too. Yeah. I love that thing. That's a cool joint they got going on down there. It's pretty cool. But the big news, though, coming out of camp was mm-hmm. the retirement of linebacker slash D-lineman Rob Nikovich. Yep. Thank you, Rob. Thank you for everything. Thank you for being a tremendous patriot. <laughs> Daniel Bryan Brand's like, I'm taking the phone. I'm like, why? Because you just gave him, I can see you practicing your speech. I'm like, what are you talking about? He's like, I know what you're going to say to him. I'm like, oh, fine. Because he's going to call in. I'm like, yep. thank you for everything. I appreciate everything you've done for us. And blah, 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 blah. I'm going to miss you so much. Like, He's like, no, I got the phone. Yeah. <laughs> I know, because you'd just be like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Ah, I'm sorry. I'm retired. Rob will have no idea oh, what the hell you're saying. You're like, huh? Who the hell is this kid? <laughs> did I call? Get away from me. <laughs> did, I, did I make an international call? <laughs> is this English? Basically, Aaron Tinner was laughing at me too. I was alright with that though, because <laughs> I was like saying mumbling nonsense to him. Man. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Tremendous. So he spent eleven years in the league. Nine with us, right? Yeah, uh, eight. Eight. Okay. So I'm gonna, I'm gonna go through. All right, yeah. go ahead. My bad. Came from Purdue, mm-hmm. drafted in the fifth round, 135th overall by the Saints in 06. Okay. Spent a year with the Saints, mm-hmm. two with the Dolphins, eight with the Pats. All right. Two-time champ. Yay. Came to New England in 2009. Mm-hmm. Here's the one that really stood out to me. He started every game from 2011 to 2015. Wow. No injuries, no nothing. Nope. That's and he played, crazy. And he played in every That's game rare. in 2010. He played in every game, and he started 10 of those. That's really rare. That's it's incredible. In this day and age, the durability. Over the last the last season or two, he got kicked in the he got kicked in the goods. Yeah, he got screwed. But that happens in the game of football, man. And it, any given Sunday. Yeah, and once you hit thirty, that's it's all downhill for, for yeah. NFL players. It's true. It sucks. It does. Unless you're Tom it's Brady. Scary. <laughs> yeah. No, I know. The question I heard this morning, they were asking him uh, about going down to the TB12 Institute, <laughs> try to prolong the career. It's like ah, it might be a little too late now for Tom Brady's nuts, but. That's a that's a something else to figure out on your own time, though. Oh, <laughs> so while he was in New England, mm-hmm. he put up 279 tackles, okay. 190 assists. He had 46 sacks. Wow, it's pretty good. Eight years, it's not bad. And he had a lot of no. memorable sacks too. Yeah, he did. I love the one when he just straight up plowed through Peyton Manning. Yeah, that's the great. When he was that's on the Broncos. He deserved that shot. 12 forced fumbles, 14 fumble recoveries. Mm. He's got a nose for the football. Good. Pretty good. Five yeah. picks. Really? Yeah. That's it? I figured he'd have at least seven or eight. Well, for a guy that ended up putting his hand in the dirt a little bit more. Yeah, no, no that's true. Then uh, we anticipated. The end, yeah. yeah. Okay. Especially more towards the end. I feel like he was down more on the line than he was dropping back in coverage. Yep. Um, and then for playoffs, he started uh, 16 games, mm-hmm. played in 17. Okay. 
He had 31 tackles, six sacks, and a pick. All right. That's not bad. That's no, not bad at all. It's not bad. He, he is, was he, a, is he NFL Hall of Fame or a Patriots or both? He's definitely not an NFL. Okay, so Patriots, Patriots Hall of Fame one day? Yeah. Maybe. He won't be a first ballot. No, I can no, tell no. You he'll that. get in years down the line. Yes. Yeah. Okay. He'll be he'll be an eventual. Yeah. He should be. Yeah, I agree. Judging by some of the other guys that have been on the team and that are already in the Hall of Fame there mm-hmm. and are on the ballot, he'll he'll get his sniff. If not second or third ballot. He should get it. Because he's a Pats Hall of Famer in my eyes. All right. He did enough for me. Did he do enough for you? Hall of Fame for the Patriots? Yeah. Yeah. No, he was, he ain't not first ballot, ballot, but no. Not first ballot, but yeah, he'll be in the Patriots Hall of Fame one day. Yep. Hands and down. I agree. So let's see. No one else no one retired last year, right? Nope. So yeah, he'll he'll be in the clear after a while there. Who else was on the ballot when we voted? It was Claiborne, Seymour, and Vrabel. So Seymour, Vrabel, then maybe Unless they add, yeah, they I'm, I'm sure there's other names. Because most of the other right old timers that were like good are in. I think Claiborne was the last one. From the, the from yeah, because Rogan's already in, Nelson's yeah. already in, like all these guys. John Hanna's already yep. in. Oh, he's, he was like, like number three. Yeah, like all these all dudes are already in. I think Claiborne was the last one out of that generation. Yeah. Okay. Out of the early era Patriots there. Nice. So whatever, good for him though. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Nick Thank you. You got two rings, bro. Yeah. You had he to does. play for one of the greatest hey. franchises in NFL history. And he left on top. You yeah. can't beat that. No, you really can't. No. And he definitely seems like the kind of guy that's gonna stick around here. Yeah, he said he was. He said he wasn't in touch and rich. And look at all the Patriots that work in different entities, whether they're coaches Mm -hmm. or they're broadcasters. So many of them. They're everywhere now. Yeah. It's fun. Everywhere. Good professional analytics and analysms and all that fun stuff. Yeah. I could see, I could see, uh, (laughs) Rob. Analysts. Analysts. Sorry. Analysts. What am I talking about? Damn you, math class. Oh, man. Hello, bird. Yeah, is anyone in there? No. Okay. Thanks for coming today. <laughs> we're recording on a Monday again, too, by the way, people. Yes. We're busy this weekend. Yeah, here on the Dude and Bird Show. We'll be back Saturday, this Saturday. I have the Sox game off yep. that Saturday, so we'll be in here nice and early, like 10, 11 a.m. Oh, yeah. Maybe a little earlier. Okay, whatever you want to yeah. do is fine with me. That sounds good to me, too. Maybe we'll, I'll ask Rich if he wants to go on, then Fred, then the Wallach. How about that? What, for this Saturday? Yeah. Now we should push them to the next. Why? Who do you have coming this Saturday? Oh, we have someone coming this Saturday? No, just so they don't have to be hit the ass crack of dawn. Oh, okay, okay. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That'd be good. Plus you have your NFL guy coming soon. Yeah, we gotta I gotta slide back up in his DM. Okay. <laughs> All right. Uh so with the retirement of Rob Nikovich mm-hmm. and the induction of Claiborne into the Hall of Fame. We have money to spend, don't we? I think the Patriots have like nine million to spend now yep. that he retired. Yeah. There's some there's some money. There's no one uh, who's out there. Where's I think, it, it, I think a, it was uh, Mike. I think it was Mike Reese mm-hmm. wrote uh, that the Pats should go kick the tires on Dwight Freeney. Really? I was gonna say go get another kick. Zinkowski's <laughs> so gonna be. I hope he's not sketchy this year. Mm, I'm not worried about him. I know. It's, I know it's not the kicking game, but it's important. But still. Yeah. Hmm, whatever. Wait. So they want to get Freeman? That's what no, that's just what he was speculating. What oh, they okay, should okay. do. That was his own opinion. All right. You know, he's no where's he? he's one Indianapolis, right? Did mm-hmm. Indianapolis and he went to Denver with Manning, right? Did he? Or is he not? I have no idea. Arizona. He oh, he's in Arizona? That's where he last was, I'm pretty sure. All right, I'll look it up but, later. Yeah, I don't care right whatever. Now. Who cares? Figure yeah, my buddy sent me a time. video I posted on the dude and bird show Twitter feed that uh, you know, just Brady throwing passes to everybody. Oh, yeah. Everyone looks good. Cooks, Edelman, 
Hogan, Amendola, Gronk, running like a maniac. He dropped a pass in the end zone. I'm getting pissed about that. So, uh, with this all being said, with Claiborne and Nikovich, we decided to come up with our ultimate Patriots defense. You want to go first or you want me to go first? I'll go first. Okay. What's your, first. what's your base? So, what we're doing here is we have a base defense that we want to run as our team. And then we have a substitution to a, a second defense. I have so, like several. Uh, yeah. position, he went hambo over I here. I did. So, what's your what's your opening formation here? All right, I'm doing four three cover two. Okay, Th- that's what I know. Yep. I hate three four defenses. Yep. I hate. I, I won't get into that now. Okay. But, okay. So you're going four so, three. So D Lyman, I have Larry, Larry on the left side. I have Larry Eisenhower. He played in the 60s, 70s. Gerard Green. Jarvis Green? Jarvis Green. Okay. I was like, I couldn't find any other okay. D-Lyman. Dude, D-Lyman was very hot for me. Okay. Yeah. I got Vince Wolfwalk okay. and Seymour. Okay. And then the linebackers, this is going to be good. Andre Tippett. Yeah. Steve Nelson, yep. my coach, and Teddy Bruschi. Okay. That's a killer linebacker crew right there. Yeah. No. I would not mess with I'd be I'm crying myself if I was there. an offensive lineman, QB, running back, or fullback. I'd be crying. And at the corners, I have Claiborne, Ty Law, and Mike Haynes as a backup. And my two safeties are Harrison and Loyal Malloy. Okay. And all my bench players are Mayo, Ted Johnson, yeah, what's Vrabel. Your, <clears throat> what? Sorry, what's your um, second defense going to be? What are, you switch, what are you subbing out to? I have Mayo. Oh, what do you mean? Like defensive? Well, formation, yeah. Because like me, I'm starting in a nickel, and then I'm moving to a big dime. Oh, I didn't get into that. Oh, dude, you can't just throw that in there. Like, I told you that this morning. I know, but I was like, "That's so stupid!" Like, no, it's not. Give me a play. Like, who are they playing? They playing the Dolphins? They playing the Jets? Are they playing the Steelers? Like, what? Like, you know what I mean? They're like, playing whoever the defense. hell you want them to play right now. No, That's they who to, they're playing. Well, the offense is out there. They have to. Who do you want to play right now? Who's this team? Who are you playing? Those are my starting eleven. Okay. Those are my starting eleven. Then okay. on my bench, I have Mayo, Ted Johnson, Vrabel, McGinnis, Revis. Just Otis. write down every defensive player that's ever played here. Then uh, no, Otis Smith, <laughs> Kaleeb Talib, and I have another quarter, Mike Hayes. That's it. That's Akeem it. Talib. <laughs> I keep Talib. Did I say his name right? Uh, oh my god. No. Those are, that's my bench. Okay. That's who's subbing in. I don't like the way you said it. Like, like I need like plays. I need you to break down plays for me. Right. You stand a four three base and they come out in two wide receivers or like a tight end package. You know what I mean? Like a wing formation. I don't know. You have to adjust the defense uh, to the offense of what they're doing. Certain players and certain personnel play with certain. You know yeah, what I mean? No. I smell what you're stepping in All over right. there. Guy started off in the nickel. That's my nickel go man. I'm going nickel, nickel man. All right. I'm everybody. <laughs> I got Seymour, okay. Will Fork, yep. and McGinnis on the line. Okay. All right. McGinnis on the line. Well, because right. here's the thing. I found a loophole there. Mm-hmm. So McGinnis was listed as a defensive end from 96 to 2001. Then he jumped a linebacker. But he was drafted in 94, and at the time he was listed as a linebacker. So from 94 to 96, he was listed as a linebacker. And then from all one to his retirement, he was listed as a linebacker. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to put him on the defensive line. All right. Yeah. Respect. Yeah. Found that one. Then we got uh, I got Tippett, Bruski, mm-hmm. and uh, Steve Nelson. Yeah, obviously. same three. Yeah. Then I got uh, Tylaw and Revis. Okay. On the outside. All right. And then I got Asante Samuel playing the nickel. I hate him. And then I got McCordy and Loya Malloy Ooh, in the back. McCordy. Okay. Those are those I are my safeties. My, there. I didn't even put them on the team. And then I'm switching out to a big dime here. Big dime. Big dime. Jesus. I'm subbing out Will Fork. Okay. And I'm bringing in Ty Warren. All right. Oh, that's what I forgot. Damn it. Okay, go ahead. And then I'm subbing out Andre Tippett, and I'm bringing in Rodney Harrison. I wrote him down, too, so you don't think I'm lying. See? Warren. Oh, yeah. 
Damn it. And then, yep. And then I'm subbing out. I'm subbing out uh, Andre Tippett for Rodney Harrison. He's okay. going to be my fourth corner. Cool. So then like if that. they decide to run, I got Rodney there to jam it. If not, he's going to pick you up in coverage, and he's just going to smash you, bruh. Smash you. So except, except for that one play we won't talk about. I know. <laughs> I had to bring it up. Sorry. I had two guys. <laughs> I had two guys there coming out. Two guys coming on the field there that uh, had some missed opportunities. And I'm just pissed balls. I couldn't find offensive linemen throughout the years. I'm just what, like defensive? scrambling. Yeah, D-line. Yeah. Because I guess I'll begin as a linebacker in my mind. Oh, he is. He is. I just wanted to take a uh, easy way out. Yeah. And I was mad at myself. I was Googling for like a good couple of hours, too. I was pissed. No, but I the Jarvis Green one's not bad. He was a decent player when he was yeah. here. He was, I almost said Sammy Adams. Remember Sammy Adams? Yeah. He played on the 0304 Super Bowls. Chandler Jones wasn't bad. No, I know. I don't, he's I not, like, he's not I worthy like, of the ultimate no, team, no, though. No, 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 no. But he's, he's definitely around there. Yeah. I mean, we have... Where'd he go? Who'd you say? Oh, Revis. Mm. He was only here for a season, yep. but he was like a... Oh, dude, he's one of the best corners to ever play. Yeah. I got it. And he was a hired gun, so that's yeah. fine with me. I got to take him. Got to put him out there. He was shut down for the rest of that, yeah. Oh, for sure. No for sure. It. He no was fantastic. They really threw it his way, so that was just a cut the alpha half the field anyways. Yep. All right, so right now here on the Dude and Bird Show, yep. it's time for the most anticipated part of our program here. It's time for the slamming slew banger of the week. Yes. Give it to me. Who is it this week? Dude? And this week's Who is it? award goes to Daniela Ruha. Giggity. Who is she, you ask? Yes. She was born in Boston, nice. but she moved back to Portugal at the age of five. All right. So technically she was born here. Yes. So she American. Say she's from Boston. Good for her. She's a asshole. She graduated summa cum laude from the London Metro University with a BA in performing arts. My goodness gracious. So she's a smarty pants. Yes, she is. And then she moved to New York City, and then her acting career took off from there. Nice. Right now, you might know her from her lead role on NCIS Los Angeles with LL Cool J. She's special agent Kenzie Bly. She's the one who has that relationship with the blonde curly hair dude. I don't watch that show, but I'll take your word for uh, it. But for everybody else out there, that's who she is. She got her first acting role when she was 16. It's pretty odd. Mm-hmm. And pulled up those pictures, those Maxim pictures. Yeah. That was, uh, the first picture you showed me, like, dude, I don't know. Then you showed me the Maxim picture. I'm like, all right, yeah. Yeah, the first She's one in. didn't do it justice. And then I and started she has two different color through. eyes. I know. Two different color eyes. That's crazy. It's crazy. Go Make sure you guys go Google that and check that out. Because one eye is darker brown than the other one. One's like lighter, one's darker. You'll get the idea. Some it's other, crazy. All the celebrities have that. There's a few people. Oh, what's her name from the 70s show? That girl. Uh, Maya. Mila Kunis? Yeah, she has two different color eyes, too. She's hot, too. Yeah, she is. Oh, man. Slamming slew bangs all over the world. It's the, uh... I wonder how long we're going to be able to keep this uh, Boston local theme going on. We, I think for a while. Yeah, we have plenty. we got a few in stock here. Yeah, we do. We'll make a few international ones. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we did it for Becky Lynch. Yeah. Giselle. Well, that's, it was timely. Boston. Yeah. It was timely. Yeah. Makes sense. Whatever. Cool, I like that. All right. I don't watch those shows, but welcome to the Slam and Banger. You should check it out. You might like the little old lady that's on it. Just- oh, is it the short, the glasses yeah. and the short hair? Yeah. She was in an um, animated movie, too. <laughs> yeah. Just like her. Yeah. She's yeah. The, oh, wasn't she the principal in um, Kindergarten Cop? I think she was the principal. She might have been. I you think could she be was. absolutely right. I haven't seen that movie in years. You could probably be right. We'll have to look that one up later. I know she's in a movie. She's going, Whoa. oh, she's in a ton of stuff. She's Especially like, in the 80s, early 90s. Yeah. Oh, man, that's going to bother me now. All right, we'll find, figure it out later another time. Oh, so 
We're going to talk about the Defiant Ones later, but this gentleman in Defiant Ones, when I was watching it, is going right in the birdcage because it pissed me off because he blew up Dr. Dre's spot on Facebook Live and pissed off Jimmy, how do you say his last name? Iveen. Iveen. And I'm like, dude, what are you doing? And that man this week is Tyrese Gibson. Dude, what are you doing blowing up Dr. Dre and Jimmy Iveen's spot about beats of them becoming a billionaire? Who the hell are you to say on Facebook Live, on Dr. Dre's Facebook Live, you made it for his billionaire, Compton. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? Who are you to say that? I know you're excited for him and everything, but it's not your time or place to say that. Tyrese, I love you to death. I like your music too. Sweet Lady, good song. The movies you're in, Transformers, Baby Boy, Four Brothers, like those movies. But dude, you, gotta, you can't do that to your boy. If I did that to you, like, hey, blah, 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 you'd be pissed at me. Oh, dude, definitely. If it, what a dope. For that, Therese, like I said, I love you, but you go in the birdcage this week. Yeah. And I'll let you out eventually. I know this happened like three, four years ago, but dude, I got to put you in. You don't do that to no, your boys. No, no one knew about anything Nothing. until he opened up his big mouth. Oh, my God, dude. They were know, a little tipsy, though, in the video. No, that's fine. So I, I get him, it. I give him a little slack. Yeah, but you don't blow up the whole freaking interwebs. And piss up Jimmy Iveen like that, dude. Come on, they've been working on this behind the scenes quietly. And Apple bought them, and then boom, Tyrese is like, yo, my boy's a billionaire. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? No! What a pant load. <laughs> you don't do that, dude. Come on. Stupid. Like when Touch Rich told me we're doing a celebrity 98 mile for charity. Yep. He told me that weeks before. I didn't say a word to nobody. Not a peep. Not even to my family, you, my girlfriend, nobody. You know what I mean? Just, even if I got drunk or high, I wouldn't bleep that out. You know it what I mean? It comes with the job, man. Yeah. But they're boys. It's not the job with Tyrese. Him she and Dre was. boys. She was in kindergarten cop, by the way. She was? Yeah. Nice. So, Tyrese Gibson, you're going in the birdcage. There you go. Short stay. <sighs> Short stay. We'll let him out. Uh, no, no, I'll let him out next week. We'll let him out. Friday? End of the summer? Saturday? We'll End let him out Saturday when Saturday? we get a new one. Okay, all right. That's enough. Yeah. Five days is good. Though. Yeah. He gets a couple <laughs> a couple days stint here. Come on, bro. You can't blow up boys. Spotlight. So this, the whole birdcage ah. is leading us to the Defiant Ones, the HBO special. I love that. Which it broke down. Jimmy Iovine, if you don't know, he's the founder of Interscope Records. He's the guy that found the likes or helped the likes of Bruce Springsteen, John Lennon. He's worked with no, crazy they, guys. No. Tom Petty. I'm going to back up with the Hold on. They called him on East and said, hey, could you come in and engineer? Oh, oh I know. Whatever. We'll, we'll, we'll get oh, okay, to okay, that. Okay, I'm okay, just okay. explaining right, who right, this right, guy right, is. So people I'm know. excited to talk about this. Yeah, he became like a huge record producer, mm-hmm. long story short. Yeah. He ends up meeting Dr. Dre, and so Dr. Dre ends up becoming part of the show as well, and they go through the history of Dr. Dre. Yeah. So this all leads to how these two came together. Mm-hmm. Now, to what you're saying here, Bird, Jimmy Iovine. Yep. Please continue. About what? Easter Sunday. <laughs> oh, so in the documentary, it's Easter Sunday, he gets a phone call. They're like, can you come in? They didn't ask him what it was about or anything. He said, yeah, sure, I'll come in. And his family's like, don't do it. It's Easter, blah, blah, blah. And basically, he goes in, if you haven't seen it yet, and it's John Lennon. That's your first producer. Imagine gig. that. That's crazy. He was sweeping floors, and he just worked his way up. That's nuts. Hard work can get you somewhere, man. Yes, it does. And they kept saying Jimmy lives in that studio. But a lot of it is the right place at the right time. It is. I agree. And he's at the right place at the right time every time. And he has no experience in anything. And he's just going with the flow. He has an ear for it. Yeah, he does. 
He does. He ends up working with John Lennon, and then he ends up working with Bruce Springsteen on Born to Run. Yep. And then he ends up working with Tom Petty on Refugee and I think Living Stevie, on a Dream. Yep. And, and then Stevie Nicks. Stevie Nicks. And he started dating her. Well, he gave he gave a Bruce Springsteen track to Patti Smith, and he turned around, yeah, and I then I know, he I gave know. Stevie Nicks her first solo album, and then he put her on Tom Petty's um, Stop Dragging My Heart Around. Yep. Love that song. That's like one of my favorites from okay. him. Um, so then they, now he's finding Gwen Stefani he's working with. He pulls her out of nowhere. Lady Gaga you too. Lady, Lady Gaga. Gaga yeah. Like all these huge acts, he signed and brought them you know and worked with them. And wow. You know, you know what I, the interesting story is with Interscope? I had no idea Nine Inch Nails, Marilyn Manson, those guys were in it. And that Rico right Suave there. dude. I was like, yeah. what? That's the first time? Yeah. Are you kidding me? <laughs> you know what I loved about the Nine Inch Nails thing? Like Nine Inch Nails was with another label. Yep. And Jimmy Iovine. For like a year straight, just Called sat in the bathroom. Every day. Sat in the bathroom with his, with that other label, and just worked it out. And called them every day for yeah, a year. It's crazy. And the thing I loved about it was like Trent Reznor's like had demands. I'm like, okay. And Jimmy Iovine's like, what do you want? Yeah, I want you to leave me alone. Okay, I want to stop my own label too. Okay, good. Anything else? And he's like, Trent Reznor's like, uh, uh, okay. He was just like so blown away that Jimmy Iovine's like, do whatever you want because you're a genius. Just do your thing. And I know you're making a lot of money help. for me. And I'm here to help you and support you in whatever else you need. Other than that, you do your thing, and I'll leave you alone. Yep. You and then Dre, Dre's on the other side of the coast, <laughs> starting his own label with EZ's money, producing. Yep. And next thing you know, poof, they blow up. I just couldn't believe how many artists were under the Interscope label at the time. I, that blew me away. I had no idea. Aftermath was, Records, baby. I had no idea. Aftermath became it was huge. crazy. Between Eminem fighting for... Like, Eminem almost didn't have a record deal. I know. They didn't want him. And Jimmy's like, crazy. nah, package deal, man, package deal. We're all a package deal around here. Yeah. Me, Dre, package deal. Me and him, package deal. We're all package deal. I liked how Dr. Dre was humbled after that aftermath CD. Oh, dude. <laughs> I, That's, I, that sucked. I thought I mean, it was I, cool to learn how when Eminem dropped um, My Name Is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the, that he just wrote it in like this. Yeah. He heard the beat. He's like, My Name Is. He's like, whoa, whoa, we got something special here. Whoa, yeah. whoa, whoa. Insane, awesome! You guys got to watch it. It is. It's really good. Check it out. There's there's so much music history in it. It's gonna blow your mind. You can be like, whoa, man! I had no idea. It's just crazy. So this to me. leads us to, who are your top five rappers or hip hop artists? So well, ahead, give me your five, go, and then I'll if give you, you have a five. couple honorables, throw them in there. In no order whatsoever. No order. No order. The, the okay. Five, it doesn't matter. Okay. I put mine in order, but I that's didn't. Fine. I don't do that. Okay. Whatever. Go. All right. I got Biggie. Okay. Tupac. Eminem. Jay-Z. And the fifth one, I was tossing back and forth with a few other rappers. And I went with DMX as my five. Oh, I love it, Bird. Dude, that's awesome. And my honorable mentions? Yeah. KRS-One. Nas. Oh, Redman, Redman and Method Man. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LL Cool J. Okay. Does Beastie Boys count? Yeah. That's a group, though. Uh, yeah, no. that's a group, though. Yeah, but this... That's a, uh, that's a rap group. That, that's different, though. No, because no, they're not really solo. They didn't come together like the St. Lunatics or okay. like the ROC. Because I was going to put, honestly, DMX and Beastie Boys, I was jumping back and forth. No, they're-, they're Back and forth. They're like, a group. It was bad. They're, they're rappers. That's- Okay. They count. They count. So my five and my five and six tie is Beastie Boys, DMX. Okay. <laughs> yeah. That's that, that's all I have right now. Damn. Damn. Yes, I had like five, I legit 12 written down. I'm going to go, I'm, I have mine in order. All right. So number five, I had DMX. Okay. Number four, I had Dre. Yep. Number three, I had Ludacris. Really? Okay. Oh, I love Luda, dude. All right, that's fine. No, He's I do so too. Good. He's good. He's good. I He's like so good. Eminem is two. All right. Jay-Z's one. Okay. Hove, incredible. I love how we have different top fives. And then uh, my honorable mentions, uh -huh. Ja Rule, 
Really? Oh, dude. What? Three, three, six. Oh. Uh. Oh, yeah. Maybe without you. Mudink. Mudink. I've got it. No, dude. Oh, Nelly. Okay. All right. 50 Cent. I forgot about him. Damn it. I said Biggie. Yep. Fabulous. F A B O L O U S. Yeah, I like him. I like Busta Rhymes. Oh, that's what I forgot. Oh, he should be my top five. Take DMX out. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious. Take DMX oh, out. Oh, oh. So it's Biggie, Pac, Eminem, Jay Z, Busta Rhymes. I'm sorry. D- okay. DMX, you're then, my top have, ten. I'm sorry. I have to mention Easy E's, Give Me That Nut. Okay. Because that song is fantastic. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and he's not a rapper, but he has some of the biggest tracks that you might have ever heard Funkmaster Flex. Oh, yeah, I forgot all about him, too. Like, he's not a rapper. No, but he but, produces and dude. creates the beats. Why don't they have, the Why don't they have like, DJ guys like that anymore on the, like, no, hype don't. guys like him? No. Like, there's no one that yells anymore. DJ like, Clue? Yo, what's up, boss? We up in here. We dropping mix, kid. What's up? <laughs> I love DJ Clue. Like, no Clue. one does that anymore. DJ Clue is my favorite. Yeah. DJ Clue. <laughs> oh, fuck Master Flex is mine. <laughs> fuck Master Flex. I used to do that all the in time. In your ear hole. I used to so, do it all the time for DJ Clue. Oh, Volume <laughs> Four was the best. Yeah, it was. It was good. Fuck Master Flex Volume Four. Make sure you go check that out. You, all these people, a bunch of those people that we just listed, are on that. DMX on there. Ludacris on there. You know what we should do next? Top huh? five female rappers. Ooh. Next time. That's a, that's gonna be a tough one. Yeah, but then you have to draw the line on what is a rapper. A female rapper? Well, Lil Kim's on the list, obviously. Yeah, but do you consider Nicki Minaj a rapper? Because she, she raps, spits. but yet she sings. It's both. Okay. So, I've okay. never had a song no. he sang on no, 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 one of his no. albums. No, but he... Yeah, but everything else he raps. <laughs> yeah, I know. Nikki's I mean, like... A little bit of both. She, yeah, she treads water. Okay. I so she's the cutoff. All right. Anyone beyond her. Like Ashante, she ain't a rapper. DeBrat. She's a rapper. Yep. She's nasty. Yeah, she is. She's, she's really... She's on the Funkmaster Flex volume four. Great track. Funkmaster Flex. No one mentioned Domaine Dupree. No, no, no. He's a clown. He has a good couple of good hits. He's a clown, dude. He's a clown. ATF. I never liked him. He has a TV show, rap game. Oh, you know I forgot. Who? Outcast. Yeah. Yeah, dude. I well, they're like tw- they've been around for twenty years. I liked them growing up. Andre three thousand. Smells like poo. poo, poo, poo. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I liked Outcast. Yeah. I don't know. Why do you like Outcast? I don't know. They never really did it for me. All right, that's fine. That's fine. It's your taste in music. That's Black cool. Eyed Peas. Mm. Before Fergie. Mm. Well, Fergie's gone now, anyways. No, but still. Yeah. Black Eyed Peas has. That's another Jimmy guy. I know. I didn't know that either. No, I didn't either. Dude, that's crazy. Like, the umbrella Jimmy has underneath him. Yep. Oh, do you want to, before we, I know, backtrack a little bit. I, how much time we got left? Okay, good. I love the fact that Dr. Dre, I'm going back to the Defiant ones, was at his beach house. Jimmy was walking by. So, hey, come upstairs. Oh, yeah. And basically, like, oh, I hate these sneakers. Blah, blah, blah. Let's not do sneakers. Let's do speakers. And Dr. Dre's like, yeah, let's call it beats. And then they just ran from that. And now and look. Look, now the billionaires. Uh, Everywhere. What? Everywhere. What? Have you ever owned a pair? No. Me neither. I've put them on. And like like they said in the documentary, like Jordans. I don't wear Jordans. Nope. I mean, I, I, don't get me wrong. Jordans is a nice sneaker brand, clothing line. Beats the same thing. I just. Yeah. But for what, we, what we're trying to do, the bass is a little too much for us. Yes. We need studio headphones. Yeah, exactly. Granted, they do make a studio headphone for Beats. But it's like triple the price of yeah, what like, you pay like for 600. for the industry standard pair of Sony headphones. It's unbelievable. They'll be like four hundred bucks, yeah. and then you go buy the industry standard Sonys. They're like a hundred. I got a friend of Bose. That's how I got these. Oh yeah, those are fresh though. <laughs> Thank you. How's the base on those? They're good. Yeah, the, it's not too crazy. No. Yeah, that's the direct competition that Dre saw them going up against. It wasn't anybody else. Yep. It was strictly Bose. Mm-hmm. 
just kind of interesting because the model of them are they're fairly similar. similar. Yeah, but they got the B going right here. The different yeah. colors. No, nah, and they changed up the whole like air cover style. I yeah. will say though that the Red Sox Beats by Dre that they dropped are pretty sick looking. Yes, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I've seen them. They're like 225 bucks. No, I ain't paying nope, that. Nope, I ain't got money for that. Nope, and I ain't no. got time for that. Nope. So, in other words. And we're out of time here, too. We'll see you Saturday. That's right. So, make sure you go follow us on Twitter and Instagram and all of the happy horse crap. You already know the deal. At Dude and Bird Show. Tell your friends to subscribe. We're on iTunes, Google Play, you know, SoundCloud, everything else. We hope you enjoy you the rest of your week. We'll be back on Saturday. Like, get a lot of Boston. 